Hi, and welcome back to In the Process of Healing. This has been such a crazy journey. I've had such amazing guests these past couple of weeks. I'm so thankful for everyone that's joined me up until this point, and for everyone that's listened continuously every week. I feel like I do this all the time, but generally, this next guest... (laughs) Matt, Matt. I mentioned them many weeks ago. (laughs) And I've been so excited to do this because I just think there's no words. There's no words. I think the sense of what I've been speaking about, things being undescribable or not, just not having the words to form to describe someone. This is the this is the definition of that right now. This is the moment right now where literally the title of it is the friend that I never knew I needed. And it 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 scared me a lot that this person was down for me. This person was here and it it, it scared me because I didn't know if it was genuine. Well, I didn't know it was genuine. As we get into it, you're going to, you're going to (laughs) know, you're going to see, like, you're going to just know. And, um, just thankful, 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 thankful. So without further ado, (laughs) I'm going to introduce you to the incredible, the amazing, the one I call my sister, my twin, which is literally my twin because, you know, we're going to get into it and I'll explain why she's my, why she's my <laughs> twin. Um, hi, Michelle, how are you? <laughs> hi, everyone, it's Michelle. <laughs> What's up? <laughs> How you doing? I'm good. I'm good. I'm a bit nervous for this, but I'm good. How are you? I'm well, thank you. I'm well. Um, it's cool to be nervous. Mm. This is what this space is for. Be nervous. Be you. Be true to you. Mm. And I think that's definitely something that you've taught me. Is to be true to me. Authentically me. And know who I am. And pff, trust me. I keep saying this. I... I <laughs> Maybe it's just my own conception or perception, should I say, of what I think people know to be true. But in my eyes, I just don't know how much people know. Maybe I just don't say it enough. But how much you've impacted my life. No, you say it. You say it. <laughs> I just want to preface this. Um, I had therapy earlier, so if I'm vulnerable, <laughs> or if I'm emo- a bit emotional is because of that so i'm a bit i'm a bit raw cool we're here for that our listeners i think um, they're healers they want to heal together they want to be on this journey with us Mm, yeah and i've been saying to every single guest so far is that this is all about 
I want to create a community and people that want to intentionally want to be better, want to intentionally heal, want to intentionally grow as humans. Mm. Yes, we will probably will make mistakes. We will we'll say things or the wrong things that we don't know if it's correct or not, and that's fine. But to know that that's fine is very important. Very important. And I think you've helped me do that in a Same. lot of ways. Same. Same to you. Same to you. Don't do this to me. Yeah, same to <laughs> it's you. So I, ha- no, I have to say it. It's very mutual. Very mutual. Okay. So. I'm nervous. I don't like this. No, it's good. It's good. Okay. We're good. I've got you. I love you. Love you too. I love you so much. Love you too. Okay. Are you ready? Yeah. Yeah, I think so. <laughs> <laughs> I think so. Okay, I'm going to start with the first question. As I've been answering all my guests, mm. as they know now, what does healing mean to you? Healing? That... That... Mm, that's a tricky question for me. Healing. What does it mean to heal for you? Healing for me is like a continual process. It's It's not just a one-stop thing. It's... It's a lifelong journey of questioning yourself and finding answers and continually checking on yourself. Healing, yeah, I don't know. I don't know how to answer this, but healing's a process. Healing's a process, it's for sure. Checking in on your inner child because oh. we all have an inner child in us. I love this. Um, I can't believe how much I'm hearing this, but I love this. But yeah. Yeah, I feel like we forget that because we're all adults and we think like we've got this, but it's finding resolutions to to work on to heal our inner child and be happy and be peaceful and... Yeah, healing. Yeah, it's a, it's a tricky it's a tricky question. It's a tricky question. I think the general consensus consensus that I've had so far is it's a process. Is yeah, it's definitely a process. And without being ironic, the term in which me naming this podcast in the process of healing is generally. I think I came to that point where I was like. This is just a process, man. Like, it's not... Yeah, I might have good days. I might have bad days. I might have days that are just like, meh. Yeah. Which I think is your favourite word. But... Meh. <laughs> meh. Meh is such a... It's such a... It's a word. Like, it's a... It's a... It's a whole word to experience a feeling. Like, so healing to me is... Every day, just checking in on how you are. Mm. And finding the time to check in on how you are and bring focus to how you're feeling in that moment um and then finding ways to make you feel make yourself feel at home at peace um sorry i'm i'm so sorry like the craziest thing everyone keeps mentioning home everyone keeps mentioning home because home home is subjective right very Home doesn't necessarily mean where you live. Okay. Home so what's is home where to you? you feel your full your full self. I believe. Okay. Where you be, where you feel like 
you can express your full identity and mm. without any shame, without any judgment. Home is where you feel. Yeah, home is where you feel just you. Um, so mm. healing is just continually checking in on yourself and finding, making time because life is life is a lot. Oh, right now. Life is lifing. What's so my? I was just about to say, what's my favorite quote? Life is life is life-ing. just lifing. Life yes. can just life and just slap you up and toss you around, and that's okay. I was about to be like, that's okay, but no, sometimes it's not okay. I mean, it is okay because it is what is happening, but it's yeah. There's so many external pressures in life, but like finding time to just check in on yourself because I feel that you're always constant right now you're constantly thinking about what you have to do what needs to be done to make to make your money to pay your bills whatever Mm. whatever the case is so healing is checking in on yourself and considering your inner child and like what makes you happy caring for yourself whether it's self-care Whatever yeah. trivial thing you might think it is, whether it's doing a sk- face mask <laughs> or having a shower or whatever, that's that self care. Just like taking time for yourself. Yeah, that is healing to me. Taking time for yourself. Taking time for yourself. I love how we've like. I think my my favorite word. I'm gonna be called like the digress queen. I always say like, how does like, let's digress that, but like generally let's let's unpack. Let, let's unpack it. Let's unpack that. <laughs> let's unpack that. Like. You mentioned two things that I think is very commonly spoken about between all my guests is finances. That's like the first thing. Mm. Second thing being, you keep using the word check-in. Now, how you check-in, I think, can differ from person to person. Yeah, definitely. I definitely know my check-in is the moment I get into my car. Yeah. And I'm like, okay... And it's always usually a setup of music. And I think that's why, like, I do... I was going to call it the motif, but that's why I do the thing of, you know, choose a song, mm. let's, let's talk about it. Because music is my medicine. Oh, no, same. Music is my medicine. Music is very healing to I me. I want to write that down as a, a as a thing. Music is my medicine as, like, <laughs> a thing. But I need a prescription. I need a prescription of prescription. music. <laughs> and every morning, every night, like, I literally go to bed to music. I can't go a day without listening to music. It's weird. If I if I go a day without listening to music, that is a bad day for me. Mm. Why do you think you might hold that so highly? Because music is an escape for me. Okay. Like, there's different music genres that... It's fine. There's different music genres that encompass different feelings. Whether you're happy, whether you're sad, whether you need reflection, a moment of reflection, whether you're grieving, whether your heart is broken, whether you're in love, like there's music for every different type of emotion. So to me, music is such an important part of my life. So if I go a day without music, it's that's when I f- worry. Mm what's been so to to um run off what you just said that the day's been that bad that 
you can't even you can't even deal with mu- music which is the medicine to your mm. to heal you yeah um I, I i hear that i hear that loud and clear mm. i feel like there was a period in my time and i mentioned it a, a couple episodes ago that um i went for a period where i didn't feel creative Mm-mm. my outlet wasn't creative because i couldn't listen to music because i knew what my body wanted to do but my mind was doing the opposite mm. something that was innate to me i couldn't do it i physically couldn't do it because yeah. i wasn't okay in many ways more than one and that was difficult because if you're driving your healing force is to move to listen to music to to make you feel okay that that's the thing that makes you feel okay can't even do that for you right now because you just you physically can't do it you're that you're that run down mm. where where do you look to next that's true because music is an expression you can't express what you're feeling yeah i get what you're saying when it when it comes to how what do you what do you do next but it's like you have to find other ways so music is just one way yeah music is just one way one way of expressing one's feelings so everyone has different ways uh it's either people go on walks Mm, we've talked about a lot of walking (laughs) walks without music but also music can also act as a obstruction of actually thinking on thinking of what mm. the deeper issues of what your problems yeah. are. It can act as an escape mechanism. Mm. So there's other ways you can think about it as well. Do you know it's really funny you say that? Because I'm definitely the kind of guy that listens to lyrics. Mm. Lyrics is a big deal for me. And not that I hate... I, I so, I love it so much that I hate it. Mm. That like I hear a lyric that I'm like that. That's referring to me. That's what. That's a song that I needed to hear in that moment. That helps me through that time. So, I, see, that's interesting because I'm beats. Like I listen to the instrumentals, mm-hmm. the instrumentals, and the beats and the like. The production of the music really speaks to me. Yes, the lyric speaks to me, but mm. um. I'm a big fan of music music without lyrics. So, like, that can speak to me just as much as lyrics can. Just... Yeah, no, no, same. I feel like I always say to people, like, okay, what's your favourite instrument in music? Instrument? I love... I love a saxophone. No! Wait, have we spoken about this before? I feel like we have. No, piss off. I feel like we have. Sorry, I'm I'm in shock because that that's what I was about to say. People always think I'm weak because I always choose saxophone. As the, no, that is like, my thing. I feel like saxophone can convey so, so much emotion. Um, I like I did saxophone for a bit when I was young, and I loved it. Oh my god! Because that's so mad. I know saxophone in like jazz music in general. Just, yes, is just divine. Like. And honestly, when I think of a word to express it, it's just divine. Divine. 
Yeah. Like, saxophone is just... Wow. Like, I played the saxophone for a bit. It's... Even, like, playing it, you have to tap into your emotions. Mm. Yeah. A lot. It has to come from a deeper place. Yeah. Like... It's soulful. Yeah. Soulful. It's, like, speaking from the soul. Testimony to the friends I have around me. But the terminologies that everyone keeps using... Soul, mm. home, it needs to it needs to have an intention. It needs to it needs to mean something. I don't know if that's a reflection on who I am as a person as well, but it it I I just keep hearing these words. I think it's a reflection of you, because from my experience of you, you are you live life very much from your soul. Like everything is. Like, from you, I think everything is intentional of how you feel deep inside. Like, everything everything has a meaning. All your behaviours, yeah. your words, everything. You, you, someone who lives life based on your soul and how you're feeling. It comes from the heart. What you see is what you get. And I think that's why we bonded so much because we're very much similar. It's like... Mm. What you see is what you get. We speak from emotion. We yeah. based on vibes. If you're not good vibes, then <laughs> mm. <laughs> <laughs> no, but it's, it's very true. Like it's just like if you're, it's not honestly. I don't think it's in a malicious way whatsoever. I do also think you just kind of have to get on with. You know, you can't control who works at your workplace and stuff like that. Oh, definitely, it you just, can't. You just get on with it. I mean, it. if you could, people would be staying their jobs a lot longer than they are. Yeah. If you could. Very much that. Mm. Very much that. Um, we went on to touch about music, which is really... Yeah. I love that. I love I that. I mean, I feel like it's our conversations <laughs> no, in general. Is. Like, we start on one thing and then we end up on uh, something else, like, but, completely different. But that's gorgeous. Like, I, And that's the thing. You, there's two things that, like... Re, like I was going to say resonate, but what, like... No, it resonates in my head is that... You, the first time you came over to my house... Yeah. When you cooked for me. When I cooked for you. When you cooked for me. Did I make risotto or did I make... I think that time pa- was... Pasta. Oh, pasta. Pasta. And then the next time it was risotto. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know why that's important, and but... I think, cooking, <laughs> I think, like, cooking for someone is such a... It's such a... You're, you're very emotionally it's such an emotional thing to cook for some someone yeah i i I think i do remember that day being like it has to be good if it doesn't taste good this is peak this is peak this is peak you kept saying that and i was like i've come to your house like for me to come to someone's house in (laughs) general it's like no but i felt that with you that it was like a like it was a connection immediately. Yeah, immediately. Immediately. Is I don't know if that's because we both realised that we had the same birthday. birthday. That I was just about to get onto that. Like I feel, because can we just put this out there? Um, yep. Yeah, uh, Michelle didn't like me. No, 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 no. That's not. No, I'm joking. I'm joking. It wasn't that. It wasn't that. But it's I'm socially awkward. Oh, same. That's what it was. We're both very socially awkward people. Yeah. And we realised we had the same birthday. We're like, oh, cool. 
that's cute. That's cute. <laughs> Even though both internally we're both like, like, oh my gosh, that's amazing. That's really cool. Yeah, no, I think I feel like you played it cool. Like you were kind of like, oh really? Yeah, yeah. I got the same birthday. And in my head, I, I like, thought you played it cool though. Really? Yeah. Oh, okay. I, I love that, but I don't think I did because I left. I was like, fuck, fuck. Fuck. No, but the same. But this is why we're the same people. <laughs> <laughs> Twin, yeah. Um, I kind of want to jump back in mm-hmm. time, and then we can lead up to okay. this. Um, just a, a quick briefing. So we worked together. Mm-hmm. Um, that's how we became friends. That's how we became known of each other. Yes. Um, yes, yes, yes. Greatest thing that ever happened. The place at which we Yeah, met. me and you was the greatest thing. Yeah. The place hmm. I think what we were doing incredible. What we were doing, amazing. Amazing. It was it as you guys know already, I've worked in the education sector for a while. But the particular education part that we were working in, incredible. It taught me so much. Mm. It taught me so much. Yeah, I was And the talking, judgment of humans. But sorry, sorry. I was talking about this in therapy today. What we were doing and the people I met, especially you, amazing. But it amazing. was a very, very, very toxic workplace. Yeah. But the message of what we were doing and the fulfillment, working with the children, beautiful. I wouldn't, yeah. I wouldn't replace that for anything. Do you know what? Um, uh, back to the terminology again. I think people talk about toxic. Can I ask you about what you think toxic means to you? Mm-hmm. Toxic to me. Are we talking in terms of the workplace or just in just in just to- toxic as a general term? Toxic if it is taken away from you as a person. Okay. So, toxic. When I think about this workplace, it drained me. Mm. It drained me. Mm. Um, And it left me very anxious. My anxiety was through the roof every time I left work. However, the purpose of what I was doing was fulfilled. Yeah. In terms of seeing improvement and just working with children i love working with children yeah in general guys we we, we got i'm not gonna say in that what i don't know can i say it uh, should, should i say it or no i mean it's gonna happen it's gonna happen okay yeah okay cool, cool, cool. Jesus, we've got a doctor happen. we've got a doctor on our hands guys we've got amen, a doctor on our hands amen, and amen, amen, amen. and like for the moment we spoke about it i was like okay yeah, you're gonna do that and you remember when you first said that you're going to go on to the course and stuff? And I was like, yeah, but you're going to go and do it. And you're like, yeah, but... I was like, why are we butting? I, I'm over this conversation. Like, I it, like I just know it to be true already. Like, why are we doing this? That's what I'm saying. Like, we've like we've known each other for... Three what years. people consider a yeah, short sure. amount of time. But I feel the growth we've done... In, in that time? In that time is... What people have seen in other friendships for like decades it's weird we've grown so much so much and you know when people say like love at first sight it sounds mad it sounds Mm. mad 
it was like French at first sight. Sorry, you, was you know? it for you though? Okay, do you know what it was? No, because you always say that you it wasn't. Not that it wasn't. I knew that I wanted to. That was very clear to me. I feel like the same. I knew that I wanted to be friends with you, but because of my social anxiety, right. yeah, um, I didn't know if it would be. Yeah, I didn't think it was going to be to this extent. No, 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 never, never, never to this extent. That this, that was wild to me. That was a, like the biggest blessing in my life. Biggest blessing. The friendship I have used. Biggest blessing. I never saw it coming. Um, no. But I, yeah, like like you said, I was like when I saw you, I was like, I want that to happen. <laughs> like it was so real to me. Mm. It it didn't. I couldn't comprehend it. It was just... Uh, I believe you came into my life purposefully um, in the first, first, first episode I said to my mom, like... And I've told you the story before. Mm. I literally... One day after feeling so drained, as the listeners know, um, my healers... Um, I came home and I was literally like, listen, universe, just get rid of anything that doesn't serve me and bring me things. Well, I didn't say, well, I kind of was like, just remove anything and the things that I need, Mm. keep them. And you're very poignant in that. And I'm forever grateful. Forever grateful. Yeah, because I can't. Don't do that. No, but you know what I mean. Mm -hmm. I'm very forever grateful for that. I am too. I I <laughs> yeah. Woo. Anyway, <laughs> yeah, I generally um I definitely think that we came into each other's lives when we needed it the most. The the timing was impeccable. The timing, God. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. It was because mad. I generally do think that I have grown so much. I think we've both grown. We've grown. And I love to see that and I think friendships you have taught me the meaning of friendship and mm. why it is so important and the meaning of chosen choosing your friends and choosing your family because you're beyond friends like you're not my friend you're not my best friend you're like your family no saying you are actually family to me you're like i say you're so, you're my soulmate you are okay don't get, don't get gas <laughs> relax, 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 relax. No, but I, I feel that. I do... It's, it's it's mad. It just... It made sense. Like, you know when it's, like, so right that it just makes sense? It makes sense. So this is, like... You choose... People say you choose your friends. You can't choose your family. family. You choose your friends, but... I chose my family. I chose... You can choose your family. Yeah. I do believe in... Just because someone's your family doesn't mean that they have to be in your life. So you choose to be... You choose who you want to be in your life. Yeah. Period. Period. But I feel like with you, it yeah. was like, it wasn't even a choice. It yeah. was, it was just meant to be mm. and it happened. And obviously you choose to continue to nourish that friendship and that Yeah, yeah, no, it, it then takes that. work after that, yeah. It takes work. But you being in my life, I feel generally like it was always meant to happen no it was like 
it was written in the cards for us for sure and it's not only because we were born on the same day i just <laughs> there's so many similarities and also Ooh, yeah there's a lot of events that are similar so many it's very it's very strange, strange. yeah but also it's like one thing it's taught me as well as working with children is that you so you're younger than me and i always go on about it and you hate oh my god it. how okay go and on. you hate it it's not, <laughs> it's not that i hate it i actually don't care like if, even if you're like 10 years older than me bear in mind guys it's <clears throat> it's exactly uh, three years not in that deep it's not, but anyway it's, it's not we're, that we're, gonna, we're gonna be past it we're gonna it's, be past it's not, it it's not actually that deep but to me when you're raised where you learn things from your elders okay okay Sorry. you're raised yeah, like you. in the african culture you're raised where you your your elders teach you things your friendship as well as working with children is that you can learn from people younger than you and you have taught me so much and you have oh. I have grown so much from this friendship I have yeah I'm not good at expressing it all the time I think you express it in ways that don't need to be expressed yeah does me. that make sense like mm. I know you got me and for me that was like a difficult thing because I've been mentioning <laughs> love Mm. and Oof. you know that's Oof. that is a yeah that is the yeah sticky it's sticky very sticky but that leads me to what i've wanted to ask you for the past like 25 minutes how has your childhood experiences impacted your daily choices your daily decisions your thoughts can you expand on your childhood wow okay wow wow anyway (laughs) (laughs) that is a deep question i feel my childhood everyone's childhood um (laughs) wow (laughs) Wow, so my childhood is a sticky one. It's a very sticky one. So my childhood has affected what I want to do in life, first and foremost. I want to be a child and adolescent psychotherapist, and I will be. Amen. Amen, Jesus. (laughs) Um, And my childhood has definitely influenced that. Yeah. In terms of, I want to be the person to help people children who are in my position or even not even in my exact position just like just to help children in general because adulthood is hard it's hard no one prepares you for it it's hard (sighs) at itself but it's hard it still when you have not unpacked a lot of things that have gone through in your childhood yeah um when you have to unlearn a lot of things that you learned through your childhood in terms of how it affects you as how it affects you as an adult. Um so that's a deep question. My childhood and I'm still unpacking that. And you're doing amazing with that. But yeah, my childhood Woo that is a mm. I was not expecting that question. 
Um, how has it affected me? It has affected me deeply. Yeah. Very deeply. Um, I feel like your childhood relationships affect your relationships as an adult in general. Okay. Um, and I think going back to you, it took me meeting you yeah. to realize what I want from a friendship or what friendship means to me yeah. as an adult and what I expect from a friendship and how I expect it to be mutual. Because I feel like we lean on each other. Mm-hmm. I ca- your vulnerability has taught me to be able to be vulnerable. That's something I've always struggled with. And be open. Yeah. Okay, wow. This is a lot. You're doing amazing. Like I said, I just had therapy. (laughs) (laughs) My first therapy session, so I'm a bit emotional. Um, Mutual. Mutual. I'm so glad you said that. You know, I've had... I don't know if this is to correct correct me if I'm wrong. Mm. Um, I think I've had longevity friends. Mm. Definitely friends I've had since I could walk, basically. Yeah, I see that. that. (laughs) You've had very long, like, lasting friends. Friends, for sure. But I haven't had... No, I don't want to say I haven't had, but I haven't had the friendship where... I literally go, okay, you check me. Mm. You check in on me. Yeah, I've had that, but you, you check me. Mm. You you make me want to do better, be better, aspire and support me in my choices. Mm. And that means everything. Like, Everything. And I knew that when I was going to do this podcast, which I knew, I just knew that I'd feel, for people that listen, I don't, mm. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it sounds so mad. And I, I can only imagine from the outside, it's like, why, why are they, why, like, why are they feeling this way? Yeah, I can imagine that. And I, and I think we've experienced that already. Like, people questioning how, why are they friends on that level? How did they get there so quickly? And I think it was literally the trust. Definitely for me, definitely trust. Like, I think you're the first friend that I have experienced that back. Because I am a very given person. You are. I provide safe space for people. I provide space. But I'm not used to getting that back. Yeah. And I think you were the first person that I've ever got that back, the safe space from where... Because I'm always there for people. I love to be there for people. You speak to me, I will hear you, I will listen yeah. to you, non-judgmental. But I've not really experienced that back. And I think you are definitely the first person... <clears throat> hmm. You're definitely the first person that I've felt that I can I've received that back and I can be open with no judgment and the vulnerability 
You've taught me to be vulnerable. And as someone who wants to be a therapist, that is difficult to say because I think someone who pursues therapy or being a therapist yeah. is used to providing that to people. Mm-hmm. But may not be used to getting that back. Yeah. And it takes that person to provide that back and it shows them how essential it is to life. I think everyone needs that person to be open with without judgment and yeah outside of my family my immediate family my mum and my sister I think you are the person that I can share myself with everything I've been through and not expect because I expect judgment or whatever and yeah. I've never experienced that with you so I'm very grateful for that. Very grateful. It's... Because uh, I, I... I was going to say I want to tread lightly, but... It's not even tread lightly. It's... is that trust thing. Mm. I feel... Trust means the world to me. Yeah, same. I, I need to... Like, I need to be able to trust you. I Someone think with I've... trust issues. <laughs> yeah. I know that. I know that. I hear it. I hear it. It's hear it. it's not to say, like, I haven't had real ones. I mean, you know who I'm talking about? No, it's not to say that. No, yeah. That. I've, I've had... I definitely have real ones. However... And there is per- a person that is definitely needed to be mentioned. Well, I'm going to say is blue because that needs to be mentioned blue blue we love blue we love blue we love blue we're here for blue we're here for blue we're, for blue. we're really here for blue um and that's just another thing in itself because initially i didn't want to do with the both of you mm, you said uh, yeah i think that would have been great we can do it next time we'll do it next time next don't time. worry i'll be back i'll be back we'll all be back we'll all be back and then you'll all get to understand like my core (laughs) the core to all of this and it'll just it'll all just like piece together like yeah it'll just all piece together but a long time before we actually became friends yes yeah that that to be fair so I feel like we both felt it you brought me back home Mm. like and it's not to say that I wasn't you you know I'm a ride or die Ghanaian and Jamaican like I'm right okay um could you elaborate more on that so so I was born in Randa I came here when I was four primary school fine that's all good yeah boarding I went to boarding school for secondary school and I had an African accent okay um that was always something that was picked on and I was never proud of being black I was I was never proud of being black, being African. That was not something I was proud of. And it's something that I had to... As I've got older, I've grown proud of my heritage. Um, And I don't really give a fuck if you think my accent is weird. Fuck you. Like, honestly... <laughs> honestly... Uh, yes. Honestly, yes. I, I really don't care. Like, um... So it was definitely a process. 
I think it was after after boarding school. I used to get taken a piss out of because it was a predominantly white boarding school. Um, so yeah, like what I was saying, it was a process. So by the time I met you, I had already gone through that loving myself process of being African and accepting who I am and being Randy's Ugandan Bruh. South London East African babe East African babe <laughs> um, and having an African accent sometimes because sometimes it creeps up and who cares but do you, what do I say every time your African accent comes out I you say you love it I love it I like it. I love it. It's definitely something I'm still working on because we live in a Western society where that is not celebrated. Yeah. But there's a lot of things that are not celebrated by Western society. Yeah. But even within their own culture. Even within their own culture. Yeah. But like, it's like, we're still beautiful. Yeah. We are still like we're we're lit, man. We're actually lit. Black people are lit. <laughs> like we're actually fucking like amazing. Sorry, I don't know if I can swear on this podcast. No, no, you 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 can't. It's fine. Black it's people just are uncensored. literally just like we're the blueprint. We are the blueprint. Yeah. So I think it took when people are copying what black people are mm. and aesthetics that are inherent in black communities i'm like so why am i hating on myself for things that are in, inherent in me that other people want but other people are wanting and other people are appropriating and i'm hating yeah. that in myself so i think by the time i met you i was just like fuck it let me just be me and i'm proud of who i am proud of where yeah. i come from and learning more about my mother's history and how i got here has empowered me so i think by the time i met you i was just like yeah so what like take me as i am and you have helped me grow you say i helped you grow in terms of being proud of being african i feel like you always were i always was but it's almost it was difficult to be proud like, my mum always tells me this story about it was own clothes day mm. at school, like, when I was in primary school. And she's like, okay, I put out all these clothes for you. And I was like, what are you doing? Just give me the African print. Like, that's what I want to wear. Mm. That's what I want to wear. As you should. As I should. As you should. But she's like, mm. And her being a teacher was kind of like, I know what kids are like. I know what they're gonna say. I know what how they're gonna treat you. They're gonna think this is weird. This is funky. Oh, this, this is this is exotic. Yeah. But as a kid, I didn't care. I was just too proud. Yeah. I was too proud to. It's not too proud. No, not too proud. No, not proud. not as a negative, but I was proud. Yeah. I was definitely proud of who I was as an individual and my makeup. Mm. So it, I didn't care. Well, I shouldn't have to care, but I didn't care. Does that make like? It it was almost like I was taught to care. Yeah, because you internalize like the older generation's reaction to things, and like the older generation experienced the Western culture a lot different to how we experienced it. Do you think? 
it's different or do you think it's just changed how we experienced it? I think it's different. Okay, that's interesting. I think it's different. Can we can we delve more into that? Let's unpack. Let's unpack. <laughs> um, I think it's different from the generation, but then with it's different on what generation are we speaking on? I, I'm speaking about our parents, because for me, yeah, but your parents and my parents are very different. Fair, fair. Very different. I'm still first generation. You're like, no. I'm, so I was born around it, so I've come You're here. fresh. I'm first generation. I'm a freshie. <laughs> <laughs> That's what it would be like, fresh off the boat. But like, you know what I mean? Fresh off the boat, <laughs> F-O-B. <laughs> but like, I'm first generation. However, that came with a lot of... It came with a lot of yeah. challenges. It yes. came with a lot of questions. How did that happen? And with that even being said, it was like, oh, so you're still questioning my existence. You're still questioning whether I have the right mm. to be here. And someone said, you're questioning if I have the right to be on this planet, let alone a country that's multi-diverse, which it is. Don't, don't get me wrong. I think the yeah. city that we're in... But I think that's a whole other episode because you <laughs> are... I'm very Jamaican and Ghanaian. Um, There's bear mixes. Yeah, there's bear mixes within it. (laughs) Yeah, mm. and mixed. But there's different. So my mum came here with a different mindset. She she grew up in Rwanda. There was a Randy's genocide. Like there was a whole different reason for her coming here Mm. and bringing me here. Yeah. Um. So similar to the whole going to america looking for the american, american dream american dream so there's a west the western dream there is there is a western dream yeah so, but it's different from how maybe some of your ancestors came here mm. so that's a whole different conversation on how we have been raised to how we feel we fit in to society here yeah um so yeah, I feel like that's a whole different conversation. And that's that is definitely healing itself. And I think yeah, I need to maybe talk about that. I feel like it would be great good to talk about. Do you know what? Because I feel your parents' dreams and why they moved here or how they came about here, how they grew up in the western society. Yeah has had big influence on how you see yourself fit in within the society because i was yeah me my my sister we were definitely like i came here for a better life yeah literally i was born in another country i came here for a better life so i need to pursue a different life whereas if your ancestors ancestors have been here yeah, it's a bit how different. you feel you fit into society is a different is it is a different experience. Do you know I'm I'm happy you you've mentioned this because I don't think I've mentioned this so far in my with with the guests I've had so far, mm. and that's purely because 
I don't even know if my family are ready to have that conversation. It's a tricky conversation to have. And I think just because of, one, very poignantly, slavery, but then, well, to be fair, it doesn't really, it plays a part. It plays a part, regardless. But in my family, it's too close for that to be the justification Mm. for what we're talking about right now. Yeah. It's... I'm proud that I'm... I'm multiple... I'm made up of multiple places. I'm very proud of it. As you should be. I'm very proud of it. Yes, I do say I'm Jamaican and Ghanaian, because that is also very but I'm also proud to say I'm multicultural my family exhibit multi-races it exhibits multi-cultures that we all embrace all at once as you should be but as a kid I wasn't I don't want to say I wasn't taught that but it was almost like you're taught to accept it but you're not taught to claim it does that make sense that makes sense to me like i wasn't taught to claim it as a kid yeah i was claimed to i was taught to assimilate that's the word so you have to to in order to be successful you have to just blend in blend in and that's difficult to blend in when you're from a different place yeah um that's why i think our generation has a lot of stuff that we need to work through in terms of having to blend in in a society that is inherently against us yeah um but you know what (laughs) whereas like it's like you yeah you like you're against us but it's not like you've come from a different country but like you're you've been raised here but you're still very different from us yeah. but like where do you fit in because when you go home you're different mm-hmm. when you you when you're here you're different so where do you where are you just normal a couple episodes ago um like right at the beginning, my sister mentioned understanding that you play a part or a role in multiple areas mm. of your life. Mm-hmm. And then that's okay. Mm-hmm. However, at the time at which I had spoken about that, I didn't realize that I didn't want to play a role. I didn't want to play to play to what people want me to be. I wanted to be fine with being just me and that being the acceptance of it. But I also think that's the struggle our generation faces. Because we spend most of our life here. Yeah. But we're... So there's different cultures. So when you're in school or in institutions, there's a different persona Mm -hmm. that you you portray yeah when you're at home there's another different persona you portray but i think that's what the struggle is it's like 
in order to succeed in this society, it's like, what persona are you going to pick? Is it the okay. persona you're at home, you're raised, your cultural persona, or is it the persona you need to have to succeed in school? But, okay, with that being said, what is success for you? Because I've had, for my guests, I've had array of different <laughs> answers as to like in passing of what we like just in the conversation like mm. this is what success is but i don't think i've pinpointed saying okay you, you you've mentioned success but what does that mean like what does it actually mean because that for me i must get frustrated mm. when people are like you're not successful but you're successful is that being educated? What it, what what the fuck does it mean to be educated? I see that. I think success has changed for me. The definition of success has changed for me. Okay. Can you tell me what it was initially and, t- initially, and then now? It was based on parental definition of success. In terms of you're in a new country. Success, success means to... There's different, like, okay, so Africans, black people, <laughs> like, I feel like everyone, oh, sorry, who's grown up in a Western world has the five definitions of success in terms of careers. It's all about career. It's about mm-hmm. whether you're a doctor, accountant, lawyer, we engineer, <laughs> doctor, accountant, lawyer, engineer, or I can't remember the other one. But there's like, there's like a specific definition of success. And as I've got older, I've understood that. Because those yeah. are the careers that they saw with... Financial benefit. Financial benefit and yeah, something that will last. Mm. So when I was a kid, that was something that I was pursuing. So pursuing that initially was me. I was like, I'm going to be a doctor. I just picked one of the five that I've yeah. heard about that was closest to my career, my goals. And I was like, hey, that's what success means because that's what success means to my parents who are immigrants. And that's what they've seen. Yeah. Is successful. And as I grow older, success changes. It's like... Now, to me, is being in a career that is... And that probably is influenced still because I still say the word career. Success is subjective. Yeah. To different people, success means different things. Yeah. Whereas to me now, it's like being in a career that is... Hap- is That fulfills you. That fulfills me. That I f- feel is fitted to me. Yeah. I'm just being... Something that I choose as well. Not, be, not based on my parents' opinions. Yeah. But again, I do understand success means different things for different people. Um, so I think that's a tricky question to answer. But I think it's subjective. And I think it's something to do with you. You need to find your what your definition of success means. I love my people. I love my people. And I... I just feel like it's coming full circle and I, I feel so proud. I feel so proud to be associated with the people that have been my guests so far. Mm. When I say so far, like... But I'm just proud of the people that I'm associated with because you all talk about 
knowing what's true to you is beautiful. It's beautiful. It makes me so joyous. It's a process. It's a process. It's a process. It's a process. Like, why am I going to stunt and try and be something that I'm not? Who does that benefit? It doesn't benefit anyone. No. It it, it, it really doesn't. doesn't. It doesn't. If anything, it just hurts. Oh, I don't know. In my opinion, it just hurts. When I was trying to assimilate to something that didn't fulfill me, it just hurt. Every day waking up to something, okay, yeah, I might have that in the bank by the end of the week. That's brilliant. But people find it out in different points of their life. Some people might go 20 years doing that and then they realise, okay, this is not actually what I want to do. Yeah. Some people do one year (laughs) or less than a year and they're like, fuck this, this is not something I want to do. Yeah. And they fulfil that. Okay. Now, I kind of want to... Something that I think we both felt quite deeply and heavily. Our sexuality as... Mm -hmm. Africans as black people I think that played a monumental role in so much healing as much as trauma Mm. I think Uh, our friendship as well our friendship yeah 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 Yeah. Uh, the friendships that I've had and our friendship for Mm -hmm. sure I feel like there was there has been people that have passed comments to the point of which they said that they would rather see me dead than to know that I've been with people. Mm-hmm. And that was a lot. Mm-hmm. A lot, a lot. Poverty healing journey, because <laughs> I guess that's what we're here for. <laughs> um, could you expand on what that has been like for you? In terms of coming to terms with my sexuality, your your sexual identity, and can you identify what you identify with, or if you don't, or if so, personally, mm-hmm. I don't know. I believe labels are important for some people. Labels in for me are not that important. Yeah. Some labels are not important. Like I strongly agree with being a black woman. I identify with that in my whole persona. I am yeah. a black woman. Um in terms of sexuality and in terms of gender, which might be confusing. Sexuality is like I am who I am. Mm-hmm. I like who I like, so I just say I am Michelle. Bruh. Yeah. Gender, I am who I am. I like who I like. Who I, like. I am Michelle. Um, but I'm also wholly a black woman as well. But I am. Yeah. So it's something that I am processing, processing myself. And I feel like it's very subjective. I feel everyone has their own individual journeys with it. 
Um, yeah, for sure. I'm also doing my dissertation towards something like that. No, can we talk about that? Can we actually talk about that? Because you are open up a conversation that has never been had before, which is wild to me. Mm. If we've known that sexual orientation has been around for thousands of years, we see it in animals, we see it in mankind, we know that certain, you know, I don't say literature artists, but that's not what I mean. But like, mm. do you know what I mean? Like, poets, artists, um... I don't know where I'm going with this, but do you, you get what I mean? Like, there, there's yeah. so many documented, documented, is that a right word? But documentations of people that are part of this community. Mm. And we still frown upon it in today's society. How, why are we here? Why do you not think that we've taken step forwards? And especially as an African colony how 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 did we get here how and i think it's like the in my opinion western ideals definitely played a major oh, role definitely. i feel like if you study african history then you find that a lot of identities that are frowned upon were inherent in society within african societies like non-binary or whether in terms of sexuality where, like, colonialism has definitely introduced labels. Labels are a construct, in my opinion, okay. to divide us mm. and to to um, introduce, like, a hierarchy mm-hmm. in, to divide us. Um, so that's my thing. I mean, labels are very important to some people and some people they're not important but i do think if you do study african history or non-western societies there's lots of things that are present now in terms of non-binary genders or sexuality that were also present long ago Mm. in african societies or part of the culture but when colonialism happened and we were subjected to that kind of structure, Mm -hmm. those parts of our society were lost or were warped warped or seen as forbidden Mm -hmm. or improper to society. Um, It's, It's interesting because I do feel like there's a lot of cultures around us that do take on board this ideology of you know sexual liberation Mm. is okay it's normal it's it's humane oh no no definitely it's definitely been around for centuries yeah but like what we've been taught we have to understand it's based on an agenda to Society is based on differences and hierarchy. Yeah. And that's the only way Western society... Can function. Can function. Is when yeah. uh, when some one group is seen as 
higher than the other. Um, and to, in terms of sexuality and gender, uh, what is not seen as a norm is seen as other and seen as less than. Yeah. Whereas if we look back in history, we were all co- coexisting quite naturally together. So mm. it's always been there, but we've not really seen that presented in history. Or like our in, current history, in, at least. In our current history or in our current historical texts. Yeah, no, for sure. I, I don't know whether it's important enough to say that division also allows us to feel like we belong to mm-hmm. something. Because I think for in this instance, we can we can relate to each other. We can understand or empathise with each other's pain and struggle with trying to be ourselves. Yeah. But I think that's on, based on the culture that we've been raised on. Yeah. Where the norm is heterosexuality or one certain way. So when we identify as others, mm-hmm. we try to find community in other people who identify as others to not feel like we're alone Mm. (laughs) yeah no I hear that I hear that loud and clear I think feeling alone is really quite scary oh it's definitely scary it's definitely scary because we see the the context of what it means to be other yeah. And the consequences of what it means to be other in terms of imprisonment or death in certain countries or mm. it just being illegal or frowned upon or made to feel isolated. So we find community in those who f- feel the same. Okay. <laughs> Michelle... I'm so thankful and just being in your presence like uh, you know how much you mean to me you know I do and you know yeah and I think we're both in like kind of an emotional state maybe no both (laughs) (laughs) I'm trying to hold it in (laughs) um you changed my life for the better. Mm. For real. You stopped by me in a time where, like, everything was so dark. No, but for real, like, everything was so dark. Mm. And I could I, I couldn't... I couldn't see a way out. Like, I, I, I genuinely couldn't see a way out. Mm. But then... You were like, there's light. There's always light. There's light with you. You really have that light in you. And I, I really struggled with that. Because I was like, what what do you see? What do you see that I don't? Because I don't get it. I don't see the light. I'm done. Like, I was done. So I just, I if I haven't said it already or enough, thank you. 
thank you. Thank you. Okay, let's let's move on. <laughs> okay. Yeah, please, 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 please. <laughs> so every week I set off on a oh let me rephrase that. Every week I give my listeners a task to do. Um so this week the task that I would like to set for everyone to do is mirror work and check-ins. And okay. that's purely based on what you have said to me today. Um, I, I did the check-ins afterwards. Well, mirroring or finding mirrors, because f- for me and you, I feel like you resemble mirror. Mm-hmm. You're mm-hmm. literally what I always call the female version of me. I think we're a mirror for each other. We're a mirror in many ways. It's okay. <laughs> we're mirrors in many ways. Mm-hmm. So I I think this is important to do this. So when we we spoke about this before, just standing in the mirror and just looking at one thing that you like, mm-hmm. just appreciate it. It could be as silly as I love that just one freckle that's by my ear, or I I, I love how my eyebrow slants, or I love how I slicked my hair today. I love the way my shoulders sit. I love the clothes that I'm wearing today. Just something that you're going to do every day for the next week Mm. to just appreciate the beauty that you possess. Or it could could even be how you handled something, but I want you to actively speak it out loud. Mm. Look in the mirror and say, you're beautiful. You're amazing your even if you don't believe it for now that's fine that's fine but just just take a moment to be like you're incredible that's something for you to take for this week and i i would love to hear how that goes i'll try yeah i'll, I'll let you know Oh, Michelle says she's gonna she's gonna get in on this she's gonna I'll get let, on this i'll let you know i'll see i'll see how it goes well as our collective of our playlist is growing, and I'm really excited, and I hope you're enjoying all the music that's been put forward so far. Um, really? <laughs> no, <don't worry. laughs> so, me and Michelle were talking about this before, so I know I've been keep going on about, like, choose two songs. Yeah, between us, it... it it's about ten. <laughs> it's about ten. So get ready. Get ready. So... Let's, Michelle, go for You go for it. Am I doing the the whole five or are we doing one by one? How do you want to do it? It's your choice. Let's do one by one. One by one? Yeah. Okay, sick. Are uh, we describing why? Uh, yeah, why not? Okay. So the first one is Colours by Black Pumas. Okay. And this song... I think it's just got a community vibe to it. It's like supporting everyone, mm-hmm. su- supporting your brothers and sisters love that. into succeeding their goals. So yeah, that's why I love it. Okay. Uh, I don't know which one to start off with. Uh... Save the one that reminds us of both of us last. Okay, cool. Okay. So, Time in a Tree... By Riley Ritchie. 
most loads of people do know the song from it, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I love that song. It just reminds you about being a child. And the video, I love the video. The video is like, he's on the escalator moving up. And it's like the different phases in his life. Mm. So he starts like at one, seven, nine. And it, I just think it's so clever. Um, but it's just like the simplicity of just wanting some time in a tree, a piece from away from everyone. Love that. And finding yourself again. Mm. Oh, love it. Love him. Okay, my second one is To Zion by Lauren Hill. <gasps> Ooh, we love Lauren Hill. We Khaled. love her. You you know how I feel about that. Khaled, you that know. song. Yeah, but you, but you know how I feel about that song. Yeah. Yeah. She is one of the reasons that I love music so much. Music is such a big part of my life, and mm. um, Lauren Hill is wow. Legend. One of the just one of the just like people who ignited that love for music and mm-hmm. to Zion. It's such a beautiful track. Beautiful. I, I also kind of want to mention Erica Badu, but... Oh, that's, oh that's, Legend. Yeah, Legend also. Legend. Okay. So, oh, you said Leave It For Last, though. Yeah, Leave It For Last. No, but it's two. So, I don't know. Oh, I think the last, the, all three, so it doesn't really matter. But, okay, one of them, I don't think... In, like it's not us but it's you know um okay this is kind of funny are you ready for it mm. you've got a friend in me <laughs> <laughs> what toy story that's by randy newman oh i love that i love that that's I, cute. I, I, I knew it straight away that's i was like cute. i'm gonna choose that song because i was like that's very cute i like that you know it, it was very interesting the premise of Toy Story is always the same. They lose Andy, but they always find their way back. Mm. And I relate that to being home and to having the friends that I have around me and the people that I have around me, the family, my chosen family that I have around me. It doesn't matter where I go. It doesn't matter what I do. I will always find my way back and you guys will always keep me grounded. Especially you. I love that. So you got a friend in me. That's such a cute song. <laughs> okay, my third one is Can I Call You Rose by The Sec- Sacred Souls. Okay. And this song is just wholesome. Listen to it. <laughs> just Honestly, just listen to it and you will understand why. This song is wholesome and it just makes you happy. It makes your heart, your heart happy. I love that. Okay. I don't know which order to go with this, but okay, you're gonna laugh at the next one. I think let, let's get let's give some contradiction, as I know people love to do this. Um, so let me let me get it correct. So the next one you're gonna laugh. I know you will. Um, the next song I want to do is Spice. No, yes! I'm gonna, that's my last song. Oh, is it? I told you yeah. one of us would collect, but I didn't know whether to do that last or not. But... No, I was gonna do it last because that's the one that <laughs> connects us. It, it really connects us. Connects us. Love uh, it. It's by uh, Michael Brun and am I gonna say this right? K Lo. K. 
Carlo, Carlo, whoever is, but yeah. it's a tune. It's a tune. It's like it's where you're feeling yourself. Spicy gets spicy, spicy gets spice. But yeah, I I love it. Yeah, I picked it because I was like, I can't do a song list without picking this song because yeah. that's our that's our song. That's our song. No, but it's like our anthem. It's our anthem. It's our anthem. You shake your ass to it, man. <laughs> It's great. Um, okay, now okay, now you've done my last one. Oh, sorry. You have to pick your other one. Okay. Mine. This one, are you ready? Mm. This actually reminds me of you and your sister, to be fair. Really? Yeah. So, no, because I, I haven't met anyone that feels the same way mm. about this song, which is like okay. mad. Mountains by oh. Charlotte Day Wilson. Charlotte Day Wilson, Mountains. Mountains. One of the greatest songs ever. It's mad. It's actually beautiful. It helped me during the, like, to be fair. Charlotte Day Wilson is very underrated, and I'm not a fan of how underrated she is. Yeah. Because. Wow. What? But do you know what I mean? That just wow. reminds me of. The day that I sat here and I was like, wait, people know this. Obviously, it's so dumb of me to be like, you know, when we spoke about like, you always thought that only you thought that thing when, you know, everyone yeah. else in the world is thinking it. But like, I would listen to that song. I was like, why does no one know about this? Of course, she knew about it. It's not shocking, but of course, she knew about it. But like, in my head, I was like, why does no one know about how special this song is? And I came here, you guys. Mountains were- has got me through a lot. Ma- yeah it's got me for a lot yeah yeah <laughs> wow beautiful song okay my last one is gold by AT. no two oh i swear to god look oh my gosh it's on yeah, gold a2 gold Shocker. by a2 when no. i say that's another song that's got me um through a lot of moments it is it's a spiritual song it really is. I feel like you should listen to it because it will get you through the toughest moments, happy, sad, thoughtful moments. It's just, it's literally the best song ever. It's great. The it, production is beautiful. It's listen to it loud. Mm, mm. That's my recommendation. Just listen to it on loud, like speakers. Yeah. It's amazing. I feel like our song choices are crazy because what three out of i mean we listen to very similar music we do listen to similar music but but it just makes sense i just think healing the way that we did (laughs) uh it's okay uh healing the way that we did i think is i'm just thankful to have you around and to share moments like this and to share moments where we listen to music together. And I love that mm. we can just be in a room and just be us in that moment without any judgment, any worry or fear. Safe space. Safe space. And I think providing a safe space is maybe the key in all of this that we've discussed today. Mm. Providing that safe space to be authentically yourself. Yeah, that's that. that's a word. Being authentically yourself. No. But Michelle, thank you so much. I hope that 
you've taken something from this today. I know I definitely have, and I'm very thankful for our friendship. Go and cherish that friend that you love dearly. Go and say thank you for everything that they've done for you. May I send you on two tasks today, but I really mean it. Like, mm. thank you. No, thank you. And I just want people to, like, it's not always about seeking relationships. Like, friendships are just as important as romantic relationships. For like, sure. You need to choose your, choose your friends as importantly as you choose your romantic partner because they're the ones who are there for you that will stick around even if they don't yeah for sure and it's just as important and yeah thank you i love you i love you so much (laughs) well thank you guys for listening and i can't wait for next week's episode have you enjoyed it and please go and check out the playlist because it's definitely popping. It's definitely popping right now. Amen. So go and enjoy that. Please let me know how you've enjoyed or songs that you want to personally add. I'll be excited to hear your requests. Have a lovely day, evening, night, whenever you're listening to this. Speak to you soon. In a bit. Bye. Bye. <laughs> Bye. <laughs>